All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Welcome, 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 welcome. Once again to another fantastic, incredible, informative, amazing... T- uh, how many more adjectives can I come up with? I'll be coming up with a lot more as the episodes go along. But anyways, welcome once again to the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex hit list, along here with my man, 100 Years. Your boy, Charlie Chase, back at it. Okay, that that was... Okay, that went way left with that one. No, no, nothing wrong. Just nothing wrong. Just, just different. That's different. I didn't say different. Like I said, we're gonna remix it from here on out. Speaking of being different, we got another different guest on here for episode thirty-five. A a, a different guest. How different is he? Because he hasn't been on the show guests before. (laughs) Like we had repeating guests like Ferg, repeating guests like Jeff. Jeff. So now we have a different guest that hasn't been on before. A different one. Yes. I don't know if that's how you want to lead, but but go ahead. Introduce your man. Always want to argue with me. So a different guest, nonetheless, that we have here. What's up to my good friend, which is now your good friend, Charlie? Yes, Juan. How's it going, guys? And I'm only going to call you Juan because I don't think I've ever called you anything else but Juan. Yeah, no, it's always been that. Yeah, just Juan, right? Yeah, just Juan. That's fine. Have you ever had a nickname for as long as I know you? Uh, No, actually, just at home. Yeah, for just. Do you mind sharing what it is? Uh, Juancho. 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 Juan. Juan Cheese. Juan Cheese. Juan, uh, nanny used to call me that. Um, Juanma. Uh, that's, that's those, those don't sound too good. I know that's you're Colombian. That's yeah. a lot of nicknames. But only at home. I heard them sporadically. My aunt had a very cool one. She would call me Juancho Polo. And she actually loved Polo Juan, Juan Chopolo? Yeah. Okay. Right. These don't yeah. sound too Colombian-y. No. Because you're, you're, you're Colombian. I know your, 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 your brother, uh, Roland, has an awesome nickname, which is Sam. Samwell. Everything is done Sam. Samwell, yeah. Sam. Do you know, did I ever tell you about Sam? No. There's a reason he, he calls himself a Sam, and if you do something good, like like if he one time we were playing frisbee at the beach one time, I was with his I was playing with a frisbee with his brother Roland, and he throws and he makes like a crazy sick diving catch, and I was such a Sam catch. And Sam stands for <laughs> a sex, sexy ass mother, uh, you know effer? what? Effer. Yes, mother sexy effer. ass mother effer. Okay, so it's cool Sam, it's, yeah. So that's why it's you know he's a Sam, and everything's <laughs> a Sam this and a Sam that. So I know your brother's cool. Yeah, so Juan to the family, Juancho. Yeah, anybody ever call you Juancho Vila? Nice. No. No, okay. I think just, you're probably the first one. I haven't heard that. I'm one. not calling you that. Just, that one's just, new. Okay, haven't heard that one. Maybe that'll keep going. <laughs> and then Interesting. Juan and your t- fantasy football uh, name is Juancho. No, Juancho. Juan, elite diplomat. Yes, and one of them, elite diplomat. Yeah. Is that is 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 that like a, a Dipset reference? Uh, yeah, pardon. So yeah, but I also think of like um, uh, movies with uh, like senators, people that are in, they're in the elite politic world, and they're covered with Secret Service. They're black limousines, so that's how I feel. You know. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Elite diplomat. So I just. Yeah. Um, Are you a diplomat fan? Is that? A... I'm a diplomat fan as well, but not cool. not not entirely. I guess just the way it sounds. I just the 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 character that I could get myself into, so to speak. All know? right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. They're uh, they're attempting to make a comeback. The, the diplomats are. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Who's your uh, Who's your favorite out of the group? Oh, my favorite, Killer Cam. Killer Cam. All right. Killer Cam. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. No, sure. no, no. Pretty I, in pink. I don't. Like yeah. Dipset. Yeah, well, pink. they're not underground flex, so you have no uh, appreciation for them. I never liked Dipset. I never did. Even just yeah, it never did. Yeah. Well, they're they're a staple in New York. Yeah, no, 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 they so are, like especially in Harlem. Yeah, they're trendsetters. Like a lot of people try to dress like them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no definitely doubt. trendsetters. I'm I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna just because I don't like somebody and I dislike them a lot. Doesn't I will never deny that, that they're what they I will never deny the their culture. impact what they made to hip hop culture, just culture in general, yeah. just to people in general. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm yeah. never a fan of that. Whenever but, I'm leaving a place, I say I'm going to dip set right here. Yeah, people say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm dip set. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, Anthony Megabucks. Uh, it's funny. So you know when you have like Microsoft Office yes. and you have to like write out your company. Mm-hmm. His company is Dipset. So, <laughs> so when you go to blend restaurants and you mm-hmm. try to use like the Microsoft Office, and when you open up like Excel or something, it says company Dipset. Yeah. And they go, oh, they try to recruit me. They try to make me down with a Dipset. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's funny like dip that. Set. Cool. Um, so the, here's the more important question. Okay. You're a fan of who? 
As far as football teams go. Oh, the the New York Giants. Wow. The Giants the, from New York. The, the New York football <laughs> Giants. Yeah. I can't say that I'm surprised. Yeah, no, don't okay. be, don't All be. Right, All right, enough. fair enough. Here, here's the other question. Yes. So, um, Flex and I have been at odds about this. Quarterback. Um, are you quarterback. happy with Oh, yeah, no, no. He's quarterback. Right? quarterback. So you're team quarterback. quarterback. He wanted so, a quarterback. Right. So he even knew you were going to ask that before. Right. right before he even exited. Well, okay. because he, great minds think alike. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's, exactly. that's the way so, to go. So give me your take. Why, why the quarterback? The, the quarterback, because you oh, secure the go. position for the next, you know, 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. And just getting him on that rookie deal is really advantageous being, you it's know, an organization. And right. Uh, it's important to, to keep up pace with all these teams that are in the NFL high offense, a lot of points, so you really have to, to find someone that, that that could really take you over the top. And, right, and they lead your franchise. That. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think this, uh, the way I see Saquon play, it's every Sunday, it's like, wow, another good play. But, yeah, for sure. But, I know, mean, look, he's a, you know, a generational talent. You can't say anything about that. And, um, but, um, you know, that's that's to be said, like, if that's how you, the true way to build your football team. Absolutely. You know, everyone thinks about, about it differently. Absolutely. But, you know, not to say that Flex's take is wrong or, or you know, your take is wrong. No, or it's, take, just, it's just, just different abilities. In this case, it's just black and white. But, I mean, those are, those are the, the way that, that teams, franchises are built, making right decisions at the drafting. Yeah. Uh, at the drafting. And... And just setting up your organization to to, to win, right? It seems know? like the uh, the Seahawks started that trend where they got the you know the quarterback on the rookie deal, didn't pay him anything, allocated all the funds to right. building the rest of their team, yeah, and they went on that Super Bowl run for yeah. those two three years, and, you know. And so, look how advantageous it's played them. Yeah, they absolutely. still have Russell Wilson, and yeah. who's probably eyeing like a deal in the near near coming future. So they're they're playing it smart, but for sure, for sure, cool. Um, I'm not going to talk about it too much. I talked about it enough as it is. If you guys want to hear more, again. What I said before, anybody listening, if this is your first time listening to the episode, if you want to hear what I'm about, there's two episodes when it's called Saquon or uh, Barkley or Darnold, and there's another one with a fed up flex, mm-hmm. and you can hear all those episodes and hear my intake <laughs> on it. So I'm not going to be speaking. I already spoke enough about my piece on this situation. I, yeah, heard, I heard it, and I was like, I, could, I can't hear this. I have to stop this. Yeah, okay. you got to go Are you a, a football, I'm, I'm sorry, a New York fan in general? Like, are you a fan of the Knicks, New the Yankees? York fan in general. It, mm-hmm. it goes hand in hand. Grew up watching a lot of sports with my brother. What's your so. take on the Knicks? My take on the Knicks is something um, what they're doing with a lot of young talent that they're stacking up and, and they're not biting on any stupid deals where you get offered, you know, uh, just recently Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. And so normally the Knicks are were, were known for just giving up their assets to get a, but, a Butler, but it looks to see from like, what it looks like. They're, they're, they're on the holding right Pat. They're waiting. They're holding. Yeah. Yeah. They're um, on the right path. Hopefully they they tank the rest of this season with an opportunity tank to get for, Z- for, Zion. for Zion. Yes. Oh yes, indeed. At <laughs> yes, least an opportunity to, to absolutely. Tank oh, because even if they wind up with the worst record, I think the chances of them landing that top overall pick is around like fourteen percent. See, I don't, I don't, I don't like saying that right off the bat. Like, because right, right now when you're saying to tank now, it's it's you know we're not even done with November yet. Right. They're four and eleven though. Right. Okay. But with, so exactly. So already fifteen games. You're already saying tank. No, but I mean, what's their upside, though? But like, it, let's say if everything I, no, no, breaks no, no, right no. for not, the Knicks, they're not like, going to do. That? They're not going to do much as it is, right? But you want to see them be competitive, of course. 100%. But the, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. When you say tank, mm-hmm. it's like you're. It's it, to me. I understand what a tanking is, but when you're saying let's just tank, it's like you're saying that all right, we're just going to purposely lose to give us a better chance of getting a number one overall pick to get Zion, and you're saying let's purposely lose the rest of the games. We only play 15. Like that to me is like. It's like, come on, don't be a punk about it. Right. You know what I mean? You, you know, I, I, I go what you're saying. I just mm-hmm. think saying the, the thing, I hopefully they tank and we get them. Like, that's too much of a strong word to use too early. Right. But I guess my question to not, not just you, but I'm just saying to the fan base is okay. that would you just rather have like somewhat of an exciting season, but just barely miss the playoffs or, you know, have a rough season, which it looks like it's going to be Porzingis is not going to be there to have an opportunity to get. A generational in talent a, like in a Zion. perfect world. In a perfect world, mm-hmm. it would be that they fight and fight and fight and end up still having a bad season, but fighting. Right. You know what I mean? When you when when you're saying like let's take it's like I'm gonna you're gonna strategically lose. Right. So our goal is to lose. Whenever you play any kind of sport. Even if you're never gonna make it, like even when I coach my kids, and I, I know sometimes, like if I have like a ba- like when baseball, when I had my baseball mm-hmm. team, and we were a bad team, but not even that, we were like a seventh grade C team thrown into like an eighth grade A league, 
you know, and we were losing every game, and I'm like, we're going to play. We're going to fight every game. We're going to fight, fight, fight. Right. And we were never going to win. We were never going to make the playoffs, but I encouraged them to fight. So you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. I want them to be competitive. So when you're saying stuff like tank, it's like your goal yeah. is to lose, and I don't yeah, want my next goal to be to lose no, course, after 15 games. But there, there's a way that you could tank. Like, I'm not just saying – you know, go out there and lay down every game. Yeah, like let's many, say, like the Oakland ways. Raiders are tanking right now mm-hmm. to set up for them for, to, to set up for Vegas. Right. You know what I mean? Right. For the Knicks, I'm not yeah, saying. Yeah, but the Oakland Raiders are already after to play already more than half their season. Right, but then they have next year also. They don't move to Oakland until mm-hmm. 2020. No, so I know what I'm saying, saying but they already year. played half the season. Yeah. For you to use the word tank already after yeah. 15 games, it's a, NBA season's long. Yeah. Right. Well, they're they're about you know twenty percent through the season. It's long, yeah. though. Saying though, it's, I think it's just too early to use the word like let's tank. I'm saying if you would say like let's say if you would miss the playoffs and you'd have a better chance at getting Zion, would you take that as a Knicks fan? And again, I'm not I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm just a, I'm more of a fan of players when it comes to ball. I know I but saw I you would... at the Garden wearing Golden State Warrior games, and I was about to fire you from the show, even though I don't have the power no, to I fire you from the, the show. Nice. I don't have the well, firepower, but I wanted to. Were but you yeah, wearing were you wearing chinchilla hat and a chinchilla? No, 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 no. I was wearing an ugly. Uh, Golden State snapback, but that's another Ugh. conversation. Um, but to have an opportunity to, to get a town like Zion to play yeah, in New York you in have Madison to Square it. Garden, you have to play it strategically. Come on, man! Yeah. Like, you don't want to see that kid in Madison Square no. Garden? Absolutely, without a doubt, without I, a doubt. I, I'm just gonna in a perfect world, I like it sort of way, but I just, I just don't. It just really kills me as a fan to see anybody in my team wanting to purposely mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Especially when it's just so early. Okay. You know what I mean? So put put your Knicks uh, GM hat on for a second. Then we'll we'll get into football because I know this is you know the football segment of our show. But you're the Knicks yeah, GM. Yeah, I thought it was in the wrong podcast. Por, Porzingis, <laughs> Porzingis comes back next year, mm-hmm. right? Correct. You have the uh, the ability to sign two max players. Who would you like to see in the Knicks uniform next year? Give Not me two kept... players that you would like to see next year. Yeah. I well hopefully I would like to see I would like to see Kyrie Irving. Okay. He made it seem like he's going to stay. Not in, in honestly, Boston, not even so much. I'd love he's to see more Kyrie like a, also. Don't I, get me wrong. I, yeah, but I not and I know you're probably looking for one answer that I'm not going to give you, which is Kevin Durant. No, okay, I'm not because I'm not I, I don't. I don't think I don't think he'll do good in New York. To be honest with you, not because of the team. Right. I don't think he'll do good in New York. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do good here. I mean, this is the same guy that had somebody for, that he can't handle media. He can't. Right. And New York is like the biggest stage of media, no matter how much we suck, is right. the Mecca yeah, of basketball. It's Madison Square Garden. I think he had a new, my bad, I'm even, he had a, a, a newspaper in Oklahoma City retract and redact their statement and write out another statement mm-hmm. to change what they said because Kevin Durant told them, I didn't like what you said. This is an Oklahoma City newspaper. Right. This is a new, You're not this, doing that in New York. This is, no, this is New York where we booed Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera yeah. twice who's because like, he blew two who's saves. Who's like God in New York. Exactly. And yeah. we still booed him when he didn't do right for those two times. Right. For us. So I'm saying, like, we'll... we'll if, it's like now because you're that star and if you come to New York, if you're that star and things are going bad and they don't happen right away, you're going to be the focal point of it. And he just the other day, just, just yesterday, the other day, he, he told a, a news reporter asking him a question. Yeah. And then he literally told him, don't ever ask don't me ask that me question. That again. Again. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't tell a news reporter not to. And you may not. You may not. You don't, have to, you don't have to respond. Exactly. You don't have to respond. You, don't have to, you could play. You could pull a Marshawn Lynch or you could say I have no statement. No comment. That's but you it. can't tell a reporter don't ask me that question again. So yeah, you're not going to handle the reporter. Yeah. You're not going to handle the New York spotlight. So I, I honestly. Honestly, I want I I love Kevin Durant as a player. I don't like that he went to Golden State. Yeah, he might not be built for New York as a talent, not as yeah. a player, but as a talent. But he's not built for the city. He yeah. can't. He's soft. You know who I think is built for New York? Dame you? Dame Dollars, man. Who? Damian Lillard. Oh, dude, give me Damian Lillard. Porzingis back at full strength, and we draft Zion. Whew. that'd be exciting. That'd, that'd be time. nice. Sometimes. That'd be exciting. That'd be nice. Hopefully, you know, and you know, Kevin Knox shows you a little something. Hopefully, I, li- I like Kevin Knox. Hopefully, uh, like Mitchell Kevin Robinson kind of grows up a little bit because you know he's, he's still. I remember very early in the game, like in five games, he had like three texts already out of the first five games, which is like. And this is a guy that you know fired two ages before you even got into yeah, the emotional player. But his yeah, upside yeah. is definitely. Do you guys like um? And then we'll get off the Knicks a little bit. But do you guys uh, like Tim Hardaway Jr.? I do. What's not? What's not to like? Be a piece? I like I think, him. I think he's okay. I, yeah. I think he's. He's good. He's not bad. Would you take him as your two guard? Uh, right now, in my in under the Knicks, I would. I yeah, I, mean, I, I like him. Too. I, I like him. I think he's he's middle of the pack. I think he has a good pedigree. I think he has a good head on his shoulders. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing not to like about him. Yeah, he's, and he and you know he's scoring he in a high score. point. He's, when he's, he gets hot, he can fill it up. He's scoring well. He's a good locker room guy. He's playing well with the rest of the team. I right. mean, when we signed him for that crazy amount of money, and I thought it was a ridiculous amount of money yeah. for him. But right. granted, he got like that, seventy mil. Yeah, but yeah. seventy one. But granted, like seventy mil exactly. Yeah. But granted, the, the market is you know yeah exactly the NBA market the NBA. Space a lot different than 
every other sport the case yeah, may yeah. be, but still, it's like, I, but I was like, I never thought he was gonna, and he's still not earning it, but he's doing very well for him, for him to get like a high price contract. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure, I agree. No, he's yeah, I'm, I'm, I like him. Overall, yeah. I like him. Cool. It's going to be an exciting uh, 12 months for, for the Knicks. Let's hope at least. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. You have to do what's smart and, and definitely better chances it, you can. I saw, this mean, I saw this meme the other day, and it was funny. It said, guys from New York will break up with every single relationship they have in their world, in their life, except for the New York Knicks. It's like, they'll break up out of <laughs> every relationship, except for the And it's true. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I'll, I'll always love my Knicks. Right. And you know why that, that's true, right? Because New York, at its heart, is a, is a basketball city. Of course. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. the Harlem Globetrotters didn't even start in New York. It started, they, they started in Chicago. Right. But they named themselves the Harlem Globetrotters yeah, right. because of Harlem and Street Ball and yeah, all the performances. Yeah. And yeah, it, you know, sure. it, it is a basketball city. City and that's why he was called. You know, yeah. But it started in Chicago. Exactly. And then when you know when the Knicks are relevant, there's just something different about the city. Oh, the aim. You know what I mean? Like there's oh, yeah. just something different about New York when the Knicks are relevant. It's crazy. The energy is just different. The electricity. I had, yeah. At the I, one of my former I don't speak to him no more, but he, we were friends at the time, at least when I was working at AC him all the time. We were cool. It was uh and you know, a former he was a former Jet player and he played for the Jets. I think he played for the Cowboys too. And the Chiefs and the Vikings, his uh uh Tony Richardson was okay. a fullback. And he and he even told me, and I asked him when I asked him, like, yo, like, which city you think that gives you, like, you know, is, which, which, no, which city do you play against? Which one has, like, the strongest defense? And he says, yo, like, playing in New York, the fans are just so dedicated to sports. You figured, like, he's like, and you figured, like, in maybe somewhere else, like Kansas City or even Minnesota, somewhere else where you don't have as much to do as you do in New York, mm-hmm. they'd be more involved in their sports. He's like, no, not the case. New Yorkers have so much to do in their life, and like they're so involved in the sports. Like when you go into New York and you play against a New York team, to me, it was he said in his career was the most threatening place to play, and the most also intimidating team to play with was for the New York fans when he mm-hmm. played for the Jets, and right. he said it was just such. A, a credible, credible, like, 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 yeah, passionate fans. Very, yeah, pa- yeah that's yeah. what I'm looking for. Thank you. Passionate players to play against. Yeah. And speaking of also passionate players, and I know Juan, which is one reason you came, because you're a very passionate fantasy football player, because you and I talk for hours about fantasy football. We've argued for hours about fantasy football, <laughs> especially in the FYPM league yeah. that we're in, which is, you know, F you pay me, it stands for. But, um, so I know you're a very fan, uh, passionate fantasy football guy and we're happy to have you here on the show to give your oh, takes thanks for having me of course absolutely no we're you know, happy to have you here and we're looking forward to what you got to say about the game so we're going to move on and we're going to talk about the games as we always do for every friday episode Sounds we do the best good. we can here at the bureau to set you up for success for the upcoming games of the week and because we have our special guests instead of just you and i charlie breaking down the games in half we yes. broke them up in four ways because they're vo- juan involved we're gonna sure. get juan yeah, involved this is just fun watching them both go back and forth <laughs> this there's a lot of teams on a bye this week so it actually broke down evenly where we each get to speak about four games with the teams that are on a bye this week which are buffalo cleveland miami new england new york and san francisco so with that being said we're going to move on now to the portion of the show where we set you up for success for the week and charlie you're going to start us off now with the titans Versus the Colts. The Titans and Colts. So the uh, Colts are a one-and-a-half-point home favorite, and there's a 50-point total on this game. When I, when wow, I first saw that, I was like, high. wow, that's kind of crazy. Um, but a 50-point total. So Vegas expecting a lot of scoring in this game. So uh, the Colts' offensive line has gone from one of the league's worst to one of the league's best, surprisingly. Um, and I, I looked up the statistic earlier today that, do you know that Andrew Luck in his last 189 dropbacks has not been sacked? Not sacked. Yes. You knew that? Yeah, I heard on the radio today. They're, actually. they're clicking. Oh, on I, I, I saw that st- uh, statistic today, and I was I was kind of bugged. No, I, I heard I heard it on the Hunty and Campy show today. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't listen to the show, but I saw it online somewhere, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, so the offensive line has been playing better than expected. Now they do get a tough matchup against Tennessee, who's you know been pretty stout against opposing quarterbacks. They have the first, uh They've allowed the fourth lowest fantasy <laughs> points to quarterbacks mm-hmm. um and flex for some reason finds that funny no because you said post <laughs> no no i'm just I, I, know if, I know if you meant first or fourth you said post so i just combined them so you know what i mean i make more mistakes than you <laughs> yeah. man. don't worry about it yeah that so, tennessee defense doesn't y- give up yeah for sure yeah. i mean look they've held uh, down the likes of like tom brady mm-hmm. but you know what in this matchup i still like andrew luck you know like i think that uh, you know the tennessee's run d is good so i'm not seeing this as a big marling mac game um so 
I mean, I like I like luck here. I mean, Marlon Mack and seasonal, you're gonna start him as a low end RB two, um, but he's a stay away from me in daily. Now, as far as luck goes, I like him in all formats. He's um, he's seventy eight hundred on Fanduel and he's fifty nine hundred on DK. So he's That's an cheap. absolute steal. Oh yeah. Um, you know, keep in mind that DraftKings has a very dynamic pricing algorithm, so they factor in matchup. You know, Fanduel mm-hmm. their algorithm doesn't do that. So um, I like him as a play on DraftKings. As far as the pass catch go i really like ty hilton here um in the matchup against jalen ramsey last week you know he didn't play bad he caught three balls for 77 yards didn't get into the end zone but he definitely wasn't shut out and now he has a plus matchup as far as the indie tight ends go i mean look eric ebron i mean the guy's been phenomenal this this year um i mean tennessee is d is really good at defending the tight end position so i don't like either Ebron or Doyle in daily, but I do like them as starts in seasonal. So on the Tennessee side of the ball, uh, Marcus Mariota seems like he's, you know, he's, he's put, He's put uh, two back-to-back weeks of, of respectable lines in. Sitting you know? stride, yeah, getting healthy. Yeah, exactly. The last two weeks, he's been a top AQB. Um, and then I really, really like the matchup for Deion Lewis. Um, he's actually one of my favorite plays on the board. He's 5,800 on FanDuel and an absolute steal on DraftKings at 4,800. And the Colts' deal. defense not only struggles against, you know, against opposing running backs, but also, Catching. you know, running backs that catch the ball yes. out of the backfield. Uh-huh. So. This matchup is tailor-made for Deion Lewis's skill set. So I like him a tot. Nice PPR play. Yeah, exactly. And just to kind of finish off on the Titans, I really like Corey Davis as well. I mean, the guy looks like he's finally putting it together. Yes, he is. You know, last week against uh, Stephen Gilmore, who's considered one of the top cover corners in the league, he caught seven balls for 125 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, it's kind of took him a while to get rolling, but I really think that he's starting to put it together. So... A lot of scoring in this game, and I'm kind of like wishy-washy on who I like, but I'm going to go with the home team. Give me the Colts. I thought you were going to say the Titans just because the Colts defeated your your Cowboys and you were sour about it. The Titans, I mean, I, I thought you the were, Titans no. defeated the Cowboys. That's oh, why I'm wait. taking the Colts. Excuse me? That's what I meant to say. So I meant to say I knew you were going to take the Colts because of the Titans. Excuse me. Okay. You know I'm not that smart. So you had it right. Oh, this is funny. So you're saying it because you're sour that they beat your Cowboys. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sour patch, man. I'm sure. not mad. It's okay. It's okay. Juan, who are you taking in this game? I'm taking the Titans. I'm going with Titans. Really? Not a boy, Juan. People who are just going to disagree with us. I love it. The coaching staff's been really really coaching out there in in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. But with that said. They got them trending in the right direction for sure. Yeah, they definitely do. And um, Mario is healthy. Yeah. That's the most important thing. At first, he was a little bit wobbly with his his, um, elbow that was bothering him. So, we could see now that he's shaking it off and he's getting better and, and, and they're having a, a game plan set and Dion Lewis just opens up that offense so much more and yeah, makes sure. everything a little bit easier for Mariota. Yeah, and, but and he there's... gains also uh, yards by rushing, so that's always a plus. Yeah, but... he's got that upside r- running the ball. Yeah, sure. oh, absolutely. But they're gonna lose. <laughs> so I take the Colts on this one as well. Okay. Moving on to the Bucks versus the Giants. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of things I want to say here Interesting about this game. Interesting game here. Interesting, nonetheless. Revenge be- game for be- uh, over here, uh, Pierre Paul. Yes, revenge game here <laughs> for Pierre Paul. Now, just like the first storm that we had yesterday here in New York, which was disgusting for New York City, which would happen to us, the whole city just crumbled with that first storm. And it wasn't prepared at all. And it was terrible. And everybody went to chaos and everything was shut down. So now after the Giants finally win, some people are going a little bit crazy, too, and going to the chaos. Now, I'm not one of those people. Of course, there's a small part of me that says we're not out of it until we're mathematically out of it. <laughs> we're out of it. <laughs> and, of course, there's my other side that says that. We're out of it. There's my other side that says that. But there is always going to be a side of me that's prideful and it's always going to say that. Of yeah. course. As I, I, how can I not be a Giants fan if I don't have a small part of me that doesn't say that I'm, we're not out of it until we're mathematically I, I out mean, of it? I mean, look, they're not You're mathematically out that, of it. And that, You're a good fan. And that, yeah, that's you it. You are that, a very that, good look, fan. You say 9-7 and seven could win the East this year? Yeah. We're out of it. <laughs> but no, but no, I, I, I'm saying Flex, there's I, a major I, part of me that says we're out of it, but there's a small part of me that says we're not. That's all. That's good. I like your thinking. That's all. I love your thinking. Now, um, but we're going to see, but at least this is, this, is not a, this is nonetheless is a good matchup to keep that rolling, though. The Bucks are one of the worst defenses in the league. In the bottom 10 of giving up the most points to all positions in all categories, they're, that means the wide receivers, the running backs, the quarterbacks, and they're the second worst when it comes to the tight ends. So because of that matchup, Evan Ingram, for me, is actually a top five play for me this week. I could be wrong, of course. Overall or at tight end? No, at tight end. Okay. At tight end. I could be wrong, I of course. Be that's, that's a bold statement. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Not top five overall. Top five at tight end. Top and five, I could be wrong five, because five. of the fact that you know, I said the same thing about Jordan Reed when he went against the Bucks, and he didn't even get 10 points against them. So I could be wrong. 
But, um, of course, you're not going to question about Barkley. There's only been seven other teams in the league that have given up more passing yards to receivers. And Barkley gives you both yards on the ground and catching the ball. And he gives you touchdowns, so you're not thinking about him. I mean, Jarvis Landry, when he played against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he had his best game fantasy-wise. And he hasn't even found a great rapport yet with Baker Mayfield. And he hasn't been doing that well that game this year. And he had his best fantasy game against the Bucs. So Odell, of course, is going to kill. And somebody you might be questioning this week, not for nothing, if you want to think about it, with everybody else on the bye. Eli Manning, six teams are on the bye this week. But if you really think about it with six teams on a bye, yeah. you're not really playing the QBs are on that team. If you're I mean, living dangerously, yeah, start Eli. But no, I mean, he's a, he's a popular streaming option. Yeah. He I, definitely does stream- have a nice little matchup. I think only- he's uh, cheap also on DK. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be super cheap mm-hmm. on DK because the only, the only quarterbacks the you're – giant stack there. The only quarterbacks you're looking at to, that you play that on a bye. He's 700 on FanDuel. Okay. Yeah, so he's nothing. And, and he's 5,200 on DraftKings, so he's basically free on DraftKings. There you go. But the only quarterbacks you're looking to, to, to fill in the gap for is like Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, possibly Nick Mullins, possibly, which you got to remind your brother that he has on, on still on his roster, <laughs> by Nick the way, Mullins, wow. remind, remind your brother Joe <laughs> that he has Nick Mullins still, and he's on a bye week this week, okay? <laughs> the Raiders and, made him look so and, good. And I'm playing against him, so look at my fantasy integrity. Um, but anyways, if you're in a 2QB... Very, very big of you, Flex. If you're in a 2QB league, or if you're playing daily or anything like that, if you need to stream a quarterback, Eli is a very good option here. Um... Because of the fact that all those wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends make all those points, that means a quarterback has to be throwing them the ball. Uh, every single every single quarterback who has went against the Bucks has gotten at least 24.1 fantasy points. The only one who brings that average down is Alex Smith. He's the only one to face him this year to get under 20 points. And I don't know if you noticed about Alex Smith. It's a kind of a funny thing. He's mm-hmm. Out of the past four games, three of them, he threw for exactly 178 yards. Like, it's such a low number. The team is running the ball well. They yeah. have been. And despite with the injuries on, on the offensive line, they're, they're just running. It's just those. funny that it's exactly 178 in three out of the past four games. Interesting. He I knows where know the that. sticks are. No, 178. 178. <laughs> yeah. So are you, gonna, are you now going to refer to him as Checkdown Alex? No. No? <laughs> okay. So uh, anyways, Eli Checkdown Manning Alex. is a good play for me this week. And moving on for the visitors, surprisingly, from once in a week, I'm actually going to say that I actually like a running back for the Bucks, Peyton Barber, because they do tend to run the ball on the Giants. The Giants can be run on fairly easily enough. They're also in the top 10. They're actually worse than the Bucks when it comes to stopping the run, fantasy-wise. So Peyton Barter, to me, has gotten 10-plus carries in the last five games. I like him better in daily than I do seasonal-wise, but seasonal-wise, like a flex play at best, I believe. Uh, and Mike Evans, I'm sure you're probably cons- – I'm sure you're not considering better Mike Evans, but I know you're worried about Mike Evans, and for good reason that you're worried about Mike Evans. I mean, over the past two games, he only had four catches. He only had 66, 67 yards. But still, in those past few games, you also had 16 targets. Yeah. So the connection hasn't been there between him and Ryan Fitzpatrick, him and both of them there. But the thing is, it could also you know just spark up in a New York. Minute. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. Wow, Barber's 3600 on DraftKings. Yeah, I like him a lot more in daily. That's, yeah, that's what that's it is. Crazy. Yeah, so I like him a lot more in daily. Uh, so and not for nothing, also the the Giants uh, they give up the 12th uh, lowest points to QBs. So I don't really like Ryan Fitzpatrick this week. I don't like him as a streaming option this week. I mean, most. I mean. As bad as the defense has been for the Giants, mm-hmm. they're not that bad against the pass. Yeah, I'm starting them bad. actually in a couple of leagues, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So weekend. you just said on my show, hey, Flex, I didn't care that you didn't like him. I'm telling you I'm starting him anyway. So, <laughs> so right now, as a guest on my show, you just basically <laughs> just told me that, uh, Flex, no, you're wrong. I'm starting him in a couple of leagues. I just, you just said don't play him, and then you come over here. Oh, yeah, but I'm starting him, Flex. So uh, that's no. what you're doing on my show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are, are, any All right. you guys, are you guys going to this game? Huh? Are you guys going to this game? No. Oh um, no, no. No. It looks like it's gonna be an entertaining game. A lot of scoring. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of points. That's the thing. That's the reason why I'm starting uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He uh, got over 400 yards last uh, week. That was his fourth time doing it. He could definitely do it, but I'm just saying zero, though, in, in, in a zero game. touchdowns. That's the thing Did- that I'm looking at. So with the amount of at- the attempts that uh, the Buccaneers are attempting, I like that number of touchdowns to go up. So just, they're really throwing it a lot, and that's all you need for a fantasy QB. I just think there's nice better streaming up. options this week. Guys like Eli Manning and not for nothing, you're also Dak Prescott. I think there's a better streaming yeah. options that week than Ryan Fitzpatrick. The thing is that Ryan just throws it so much more. He just throws it and throws it and throws it. And Eli, it's kind of gun-shy. But with that said, I really like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and a nice matchup this weekend against the I love Giants. how he just went right against me as a guest on the show. Like a, a, Right <laughs> yeah. when I said it. He's <laughs> being contrarian. He's uh, sticking with the theme here. No, yeah, just the other side. That's all. <laughs> you got to leave right now, don't you? Like You don't have to leave like right now to Sin and Quan? Right, yeah, you gotta go away, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Speaking right. of you, gotta. You, you, speaking of you, gotta go. Uh-huh. It's. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, first of all, I'm taking the Giants this game. I am actually taking the football Giants as well. You're taking the Giants on the revenge game of uh, Pierre Paul. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. What do you got, Juan? Speak on it. <sighs> Give me the Bucks. The Bucks. Give Ooh. me the Bucks. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. I do. I do like Saquon in this game, man. I I think he's going to be a I monster. Think, in this I game. think Saquon's going to have a nice little game as well. Oh, yeah. he has a nice um, game every game, pretty much for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> but as I was saying, speaking of you, got to go. Now we're going to go to you, Juan. It's going to be your turn now, as you're going to speak about the Steelers against the Jaguars. Okay. Uh, I call that the. Uh, the five-five game actually. The Steelers have won five straight, and the Jags have lost five straight. So um, the Jags seem to be under a bad spell for some reason. Their uh, their uh, emotional leader, Jalen Ramsey, is not playing up to par how he was playing last season, and that also is inflicting a lot of on the secondary. So I think uh, the Steelers could really take advantage of that. So watch out for Brown, but also watch out with a lot of Juju. Juju on that beat. Mm. And uh, Connor's coming back. He had a good um, couple of nice days of cushion to come back healthy for yeah for as a so he starts as a volume running back one. One person we know is not going to be there is Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, he's not he's not there. He's <laughs> what probably, do you mean? He's buying more Jordans. <laughs> buying more Jordans and <laughs> shooting more videos. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have enough money on this offseason when he gets a new team. Mm. But with that said, Connor. Um, goes back to volume running back one, and I also look at Jalen Samuels here. I'm also going to be looking at him carefully, see how they deploy him, how they use him, see if they um, uh, do target him in the passing game. Another thing that I saw that was interesting is that he is tight end eligible in Yahoo leagues only, and that's a nice little advantage there that you mm-hmm. could have. Um, Fournette, we were um, first thinking about Fournette if he was going to come back to his normal workload, and 29 carries last week. Yeah, he and that did. Is, he is being used up as much as possible. I mean, yeah. I love his talent, but I don't care if you give any player that talented that many carries. He's going to score. So I, I think yeah. I... I'm and really he's high. he's he looks like he's going to get a huge workload this week as well. Yes, yes. Yeah. They rested him a lot. They weren't quick to rush him back. Uh, same thing what they're doing with Dalvin Cook, all these running backs, yeah. uh, speedsters that... Uh, have hamstring injuries, you really have to let them heal back right. so they come back to And to their their formula to win last year was run the ball with the Fournette with Fournette, mm-hmm. have their defense, you know, right. lock you down and then have, you know, Bortles manage the game. Right. 29. So they want to get back to that. Oh, absolutely, without yeah. a doubt. They want to. And um because the amount of th- the amount of the more time that you have with Blake Bortles really just attempting throws completions it's just a bad recipe exactly for winning if i'm a defensive coordinator i would do everything in my power to have bortles throw the ball 30 to 30 mm-hmm. to 35 times a game without a doubt yes for sure so who do you like in this game um i like oh, there's so much history in this game because i know that they've steelers have had some bad bad beasts against the jags but i think i might have to go with the jags over here and turning over the, the five uh really losing game streak yeah Interesting. who do you got flex steelers i'm going with the steelers as well <laughs> I actually wrote down Steelers for all three of us. I didn't think you were yeah. going to take the Jaguars. I'm, go- I'm going so under over. <laughs> I'm going. Oh, nah, go listen, that, 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 that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. I did that too for a while, and it wasn't working out. Um, just so you guys know also, too, the Jaguars are actually not for nothing fantasy-wise. The best defense against wide receivers. On average, the entire wide receiver core that goes against the Jaguars only get 27.7 points per game. So that's not a lot of points to be spread around between them all. So it might be a tough game for a couple of them. We're going to see how it goes. Just, but as, as not good as the Jaguars' defense mm-hmm. hasn't been doing, as yeah, we expect no, they them to do. Yeah, no, they haven't been playing good. They, they still they still been stopping a, a good number they of have, yeah. points. The thing that I'm scared about is Juju. That's the guy that I highlight is because he is just on a roll right now and getting all the targets and what he's being um, how he's being used and how efficient he's being. And I think on the second corner, if it's not Jalen Ramsey on him, he's going to do a lot of damage on that secondary. And I just... Uh, definitely I mean, not going to be a bad game to watch, to tell you that much. Moving no, on no. right now, uh, Charlie, go ahead. Talk about the Panthers right, and the Lions. Panthers uh, at Lions. So the Panthers are four-and-a-half-point road favorites. So, uh, you know, very rarely that you see that. And a 49-and-a-half-point game total. So a lot of scoring expected in this game as well. A lot of high-scoring games this week. Um, so on the Lions side of the ball, Matt Stafford has, you know, underwhelmed a little bit this year. Uh, but, you know, this week I really don't mind him as a streaming option. That Carolina defense I think is a little bit overrated. I don't think that they're as good as people make him out to be. No, yeah. um, I really like him in daily. He has tremendous upside, and he's going to have literally, like, no – Exposure, which is what do you want out of your tournament plays? Like you want those low on guys that could really put you to the top of the leaderboards. Um, as far as the running backs go, I really like both the running backs here. I like Carryon Johnson and I like Theo Riddick as well. Uh, Carryon Johnson has really gotten involved in the passing game, and Theo Riddick, I think the last two weeks has gotten something like eighteen targets or something. He's like been that. getting slower. Yeah, exactly. So he's being used out of the slot. Um, and as far as the pass catchers go, I mean, K- Kenny Galladay looks like he's the last man standing there. I mean, you know, Tate got shipped out of town. 
Um, Jones looked like he's going to miss this game. He is going to miss this game. He is going to miss this game. He's so ruled con- out already. Confirmed. So I mean, I like Galladay. I mean, look, even I like if you, you know, if you like, um, if you like stacking here, I wouldn't even mind going crazy and getting mm-hmm. a Stafford, Johnson, Riddick, and Galladay stack. If you really want to set your lineup apart from everyone else, I could almost guarantee you there are going to be no lineups for a GGP, with, uh, GPP for, for GPP that mm-hmm. are going to have all four of those guys. And look, I mean, if Matthew Stafford throws a touchdown each. To all of them, that's huge upside for you. Now, on the other side of the ball, I mean, the Carolina side, I mean, I, you know, the the Lions defense has just been atrocious this year. I, you know, Cam, you're starting him in seasonal. I like him in daily, even though he may be a little bit chalky. Um, C-Mac, you know, Christian McCaffrey, you're starting him as well. Um, but the play that I really like here is is Moore. I think that Moore, he actually has the best uh, quarterback, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, wide receiver cornerback matchup on the slate. So I really like DJ Moore here. I, I think he's going to have a couple of opportunities to get deep. And Funches, I like him in seasonal as like a low-end WR three, maybe a flex play. Um, but I think there's going to be plenty of scoring in this game as well. Uh, give me the Panthers uh, eking out a victory on the road here. What do you guys think? I like the Panthers as well. The Panthers. Juan, do we have a sweep? Panthers. All right. Here we go. Uh, our first sweep. Our first one. There we We're go. all going to get it wrong. We're all going to get it wrong. The Lions uh, put up 40 this week. The Lions <laughs> kill. Uh, moving on to the Cowboys against the Falcons. Do not worry, Charlie. I will be fair here. What are you be sticking your finger at before? I don't know. I just, all of a sudden, I had tension in my fingers. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah, what are, listen, like, did he say be fair on the Cowboys? We, we, we could go live on Instagram right now and box us out if you want, Charlie. But don't yeah. worry. I'm going to be fair here because I that's what I am. Off, I'm a fair. It's, it's not going to help you. start to rant on Periscope. Go ahead. I'll give you five shots before my one. Uh, moving on now. So there's lots of fantasy value here I see in this mm-hmm. game, actually. And not for nothing, but it's pretty much always when the Falcons play. The Falcons haven't really faced, like, for the most part, any elite defenses. Like anybody like like the Ravens or the Rams. Like really strong, great defenses or something like that. But they do this week. Can't, Jesus <laughs> freaking Christ. I'm just saying. I was just going to say they face some good ones, but the Cowboys are a pretty good yeah, defense. I was going to yes. say that next. Yes, Charlie. yes, yes. Okay. You didn't see it coming? Sometimes you got to beat him to the punch. No, yeah. you like, don't. Like, no, you, you don't. <laughs> the way I said, we just yeah, wasted uh, another three minutes doing this. <laughs> We're about to. Oh, God. Right. Anyways. So tell me how good the Cowboys defense yes. is, Flex. The Cowboys oh. are like in the middle of the pack of pretty much everything, not for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, as you said, Charlie, the Cowboys do get beat up in the slot a lot, but they're actually pretty good against fantasy wide receivers fantasy-wise. They're actually, as I mentioned before, the Jaguars are the best team fantasy-wise. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are the second best team mm-hmm. fantasy wise against stopping uh, wide receivers. So this is going to be a pretty Byron Jones. good matchup for Julio Jones. It's going to be kind of a test for him, not for nothing. Now, if you really also think about it, though, the Cowboys really haven't faced any like elite wide receivers. They faced two elite wide receivers in Odell Beckham Jr. and the De- and, and um, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins is the only one who did really well, as he had nine receptions for 151 yards that game. But still, nonetheless, it's still going to be a test for Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Do you think that Julio Jones is going to score another touchdown this week? One of your bold predictions. As you always do, Charlie. No, no. Okay, there you go. Of course, doesn't not. get into the end. Zone. Okay, okay. Yeah. Do you think you think he would score a touchdown? You say he gets into the end zone. You say he gets into the, the end zone. Yes. I don't think he does. To be honest with you, I don't think he gets into the end zone. But you know who I do think he gets into the end zone this week is because of the fact you says they get beat up in the slot a lot too. And is this true? Huh? No, Ridley plays on the outside more. Muhammad Sanu Muhammad plays Sanu, more. Yeah. Sanu. Because of the mm-hmm. fact that Muhammad Sanu is not your typical slot receiver. Because if you think of a slot receiver, you think of a shorter, undersized kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, he's more of an oversized. You think of somebody like Golden Tate as like a slot receiver, or something like that. Muhammad Sanu is six foot two, two hundred fifteen pounds. So Matt Ryan's yeah, gonna find them off nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna find them, and he's gonna do pretty, um, pretty good there. And I think he's gonna get a couple uh, touchdowns. So I like him as a sneaky play more in daily. Uh-huh. I don't trust him that much in seasonal. Like I trust Calvin Ridley more than I do Muhammad Sanu. But I think Muhammad Sanu is gonna end up having a better fantasy day. It's just harder to trust him in seasonal. But I like him in a daily kind of play. Um, also, now moving on to the Cowboys. Now, here's a cool stat for you. I don't know, Charlie, if you knew this, but after last night, there are three QBs who are tied for getting sacked the most in the NFL, and they are Russell Wilson, Eli Manning, and Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. They're all tied for getting sacked the most in the NFL. That's just crazy only because of the fact that the Cowboys' offensive line is supposed to be one of their strongest suits, mm-hmm. and Dak Prescott is still tied in the league for the most sacked quarterback. But we do know that the strongest suit about the Cowboys is Ezekiel Elliott. I don't t- I have to tell you that you have to play him. More person you have to tell is like the offensive coordinator Scott Len- Scott Lenahan. If he wants to keep his job, he has to keep feeding Zeke the ball. Yeah. The Falcons could be run on, and I think that Zeke. You know, once again, you're going to play Zeke regardless. You're not thinking about if you're going to play him or not. So I'm not talking much about it, but they're going to run the ball on him a lot. What I do love, I said Dak. I love the streaming option here. 
Very, very good streaming option here as the Falcons are one of the worst teams when it comes to playing against quarterbacks. They can't stop quarterbacks for anything. They're very bad against it. And that, that being said, I love actually Amari Cooper this year. Do you like Amari Cooper on your Cowboys? Oh, yeah. So you're happy with that, right? I'm really happy I with like Amari I like Amari this weekend, yeah. yeah. That, most definitely. I see the the arrow ticking up for him in this offense. They're fighting yeah. him early, and they're making it a purpose. I'm seeing it in oh. every game and. Uh, he's getting the targets. So far. Over so, the past, far, so far, the trade has worked out. Yeah. Over the past two games, he's had 18 targets, six of those being in the red zone. He's averaging 14.5 fantasy points per game. But against this terrible Falcons defense, I think that the, uh, Mark Cooper is going to get the over from the 14.5. Yeah. And not for nothing, in this game, give me the Cowboys. Yes, give me the Cowboys as well. Of course, sweep. Yes. Sweep them. Sweep them, boys. All right. All right, moving on now. So, Juan, as we don't really have that much time left, we spent a lot of time talking about a lot of other things. Tell me about the Bengals and the Ravens. We'll try to get these last couple of games in as fast as we can. Bengals and the Ravens. So the most intriguing thing about the Ravens this weekend was the start, the potential start of Lamar Jackson. And I'm very excited about this because I'm really, really uh, banking on uh, on his uh, on his talent and own eventually winning that starting spot job. But with that said, um, Flacco's nursing an injury of a hip injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems from reports they are saying that uh, Robert Griffin III might be splitting a couple reps with uh, with Lamar Jackson. With Lamar Jackson, yeah. and I actually picked up Jackson in one of my leagues. I picked him up in all my leagues for yeah. the potential of having him down the stretch. And um, if we get to see him, I mean, the massive upside that this guy is yeah, has yeah. is just undeniable. So he's always worth uh, the ad. Um, it's difficult to whether know if you know his health concerns and the offense seeing a downtick in less attempts because they were leading in attempts. They throw the ball an awful lot. And um, so it's it's pretty tough to see what the um, the forecast is for players like Smokey Brown, which I, I love uh, John Brown, but uh, I don't know. We have to see how he's being used. But with that said, Lamar Jackson was a potential fun start for me, but being that RG3 could be in the mix might, might shy me away from might use another – Option at quarterback this weekend. And um, on the Bengals side, uh, I heard that there was also uh, Marvin Lewis, their coach, talking about uh, A.J. Green may, maybe even come back, but that was he's doubtful. downplayed. So, yeah, so he's, I, he's, I'm, he's, a, I'm a green owner. I'm not yeah. playing him. No, no, he's officially listed as doubtful, which yeah, we all know what doubtful he's means. He's not yeah. playing for the severity of his injury. And, no. and that's just a. He'll probably be back the week a, after. Yeah, it'd be a wrong move to really just risk him for just, you know, bringing him down the game, bringing him down the season. And, and um, I'm looking at players like John Ross. I, I see that he's getting uh, a nice amount of usage. He led the team in targets last week, mm-hmm. and he got a touchdown. But with that said, I really like his his upside. I also added him in all my leagues for just the uh, yeah for just the talent upside. You really don't have that that speed. That four two eight speed is just really yeah. And even in daily, like he doesn't have to do a ton to pay off his price. Tag. Oh no, one you know, one, just, one long touchdown and he pays off his price. You're tag. banking on that on that bomb by by yeah, Andy Dalton for sure. But uh, the Bengals offense has taken a bad a back seat since that loss of AJ Green. And, yeah, and I don't see them really getting that far on. On Baltimore, I think Baltimore could be very overwhelming on defense. So yeah. that'll take the. Ratings. Do you like um, Do you like Joe Mixon in this matchup? I like Joe Mixon not as much as I would like him with AJ Green, but he's a yeah, he's an awesome player, and he could just do so much on 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 a carry on a catch. So yeah. I think I'm a okay. I'm a Mixon owner in multiple leagues and mm-hmm. I I don't like him in this matchup. I, yeah, I, no. I mean I'm going to start him in seasonal, Absolutely. but stay away from me in daily. Yeah, no, I could see why people might have thought, hey, should I probably explore what there is on the market for Joe Mixon, see if anyone would give you back equal value or something mm-hmm. in return. But with that said, uh, I'm I'm just a little bit down on that offense with AJ Green going back, but I do see something uh, maybe positive for players like John Ross. Okay. Cool. And who do you got in this game? He said Ravens. 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 Flex, who do you got? Ravens. All right. I got the Ravens as well. Yep. Wrote it down already. All right. So uh, moving on, I got the uh, Texans at Washington, correct? Yes. All right. So the uh, Texans are also a three-point road uh, favorite with a 42.5-point game total. So not a lot of scoring expected in this game. Uh, look, on the uh, Texans side of the ball, I mean, look, they're, they're red hot. Deshaun Watson, plug and play. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, plug and play. Um, I mean, look, I mean, these guys are look, – they're looking like they're hitting their stride. And that Washington defense has played well. But, I mean, I, I do see um, both Hopkins and uh, Watson doing well in this matchup. Demarius Thomas, I mean, look, it kind of – it's kind of – he still hasn't, you know, figured out his role in that offense yet. So I kind of would take a wait-and-see approach with him. 
Uh, but other than that, not really much else that I'm seeing. On the, on the Washington side of the ball, I mean, Alex Smith, check down Alex, no thank you. Um, Adrian Peterson, he's banged up going into this game. If I'm a Peterson owner, I would, you know, possibly play him. But, you know, if you do have a better option or if there's a better option on the waiver wire, Take a look at it. I'm not saying to do it, but, you know, give give it an option. Um, Jordan Reed, I mean, you know, you you are going to play the guy just based on talent and value or expected value, I should say. Uh, But I really see this as a really low-scoring game. Not a lot of, um, you know, scoring here. Not a lot of excitement. Um, But I think that the Texans do pull it out. For my Dallas Cowboys, so give me the Texans. We always oh, got to bring it back to the Cowboys. Oh, wait, so yeah, if they beat them, there you go. See what yeah. I got to do. Right. See what I got to do. Boys are back in if town. the Texans win, the Cowboys win. That Thanksgiving Day game is for first place, oh. baby. The boys are back in town. Yeah, very well played. <laughs> I'm taking the Texans as well. Juan, who you got? Texans. All right, clean three. sweep. Pete. All right, so moving on now, talking about the Ravens versus the Cardinals. Now, after Raiders the, at Cardinals. Raiders. I said Ravens, right? Yeah. My bad. Raiders. My bad. And you, know, I got, you guys know I'm not that smart. Um, after I just spoke about these past two good games that I just spoke about, uh, with you know with lots of fantasy impact in them, here comes an ugly game that does not have much fantasy impact. To start off right off the bat, there's no Jordy Nelson. There's no Martavis Bryant. I guess you kind of like Jalvin. Uh, Jalvin. Jared Cook here. <laughs> Jalvin. Wow. Um. But you know, I don't. I don't love him. He's been like so so this year, and he's there's so little options at tight ends. You're probably not even looking at anybody else for the most part if you're a Jared Cook owner. Um, but it's gonna be a couple. You know, it's gonna be the rookie pass catchers, and it's a good matchup for them nonetheless for the Raiders. There's a good matchup. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if we start talking about this guy more on Tuesday's show, like having him waiver wire worthy possibly. With like I said, with Jordy Nelson out, Matavius Bryant out, and all this and that. But I would stay away from this guy in a seasonal matchup. But if you play in a ton of daily games like you do, Charlie, mm-hmm. and you just want to throw in a, ah, why the hell not kind of a player, you know what I mean? Like, ah, whatever. I'll throw him in. Take a gamble. Roll the dice this kind of player. And he's not going to cost you anything dirt cheap. Play Marcel Atman, Aitman. Marcel Aitman. A-T-E-M-A-N. Marcel Aitman. He was a seven-round pick this year. Uh, he's going to be thrown into the starting lineup. He can see his role incre- increase more in an offense, you know, which is it's, in, in this is going to be a bad game. Flex but, with the spelling. Next level fantasy analysis. I like level. it. Well, because I said Aitman. I mean, it could be spelled a book, probably up in different ways. I don't know, man. If I heard Aitman, this, I wouldn't know. This game is going to be a tough watch. I don't even think I'm going to watch this Seth Roberts, tough to watch. Seth Roberts and Brandon LaFell are going to be in the mix, but they both already give you reasons why you don't trust them because Seth Roberts is never targeted. Brandon LaFell was cut and now re-signed because they have like nobody else anyway. So then mm-hmm. Aitman could possibly – he has no re- – you don't know anything about him. You don't know if you love him. You don't know if you hate him. All we know is a seventh-round pick, and he might not do good, but it's a good matchup. So in a daily game, you want Throw in like a why not? Just do it. GPP. Uh, Jared, you know Jared Cook and Jalen Richard are the first two options here on this offense, and I really, actually, not for nothing, I do like Doug Martin here. I think this is a big flex game for him. RB low RB two at best, like a low RB two, because the Cardinals are one of the worst defenses in the NFL against the run. They give up so many fantasy fantasy points to the running backs, but I don't see any team here either also taking up a huge lead. So it's not like, you know, Martin won't get his touches. And he doesn't share touches with Jalen Rashad because Jalen Rashad just catches the ball out of the backfield. So I think it's a really good game for Martin here, too. Derek Carr, to me, is not a streaming option this week because he's also had a good matchup against the 49ers, and he did nothing with it. So mm-hmm. do not play Derek Carr. Uh, with the home team, the Cardinals, the only thing that I want to keep my eye on here for the most part of life is Gerald. He's a strong flex play here in this matchup with upside. I mean, last week he was just one touchdown away from being a top 10 wide receiver last week. So, uh, you know, you shouldn't be thinking about DJ I like Larry Fitzgerald a lot in here and going forward. Christian Kirk is another sneaky, sneaky play here. I don't trust him too much as seasonal, but I like him a lot in daily. So he's a good uh, play here, Christian Kirk, I think. And in this game, give me the Cardinals. Ugly game, but uh, I'm going to take the Cardinals as well. Cardinals. Cardinals. Keep it going now. Juan. Broncos at Chargers. Broncos at Chargers. Tell um, me. Broncos at Divisional using, game. Yeah, the, a divisional matchup. Mm-hmm. Um my gosh, Melly Gordon. I have him in so many leagues. I just love that dude. He's Melly Gordon. Awesome. <laughs> Melly Mel. He just grinds out all the points. He's he's just tough. Um, I see him doing the same damage again. Broncos have been playing a little bit better on defense. Uh Broncos on, on the um, on the Chargers side also you have Keenan Allen, who I think is one of the best route runners, but I just like the way he separates. He almost kind of separates slow motion, but yeah, he, I see him 
finishing off the season. Yeah, but that's a tribute season. to how good of a route runner he is because if he's Excellent. getting that much separation without being a burner, then you, you know you could just tell that his route running is precise. He's I, I I I always see him in the pocket. I always see him like in a soft spot in the zone, and if he's playing man, he just gets the cover the coverage right off of him. Mm-hmm. I just love his talent. Always getting separation. Um, you're looking at Philip Rivers, also middle of the pack quarterback. I he could give you anywhere to fifteen to twelve points. I think this offense is uh has ran the ball a lot and effectively with Melvin Gordon and also Eckler. I see him in the mix as well. They're kind of remind me a little bit of uh, last season's uh, New Orleans Saints, the way they're deploying their running backs. They're mm-hmm. throwing a little bit more to the running back. So. With um, with that said, the Broncos also have a uh, tight end sleeper that I'm actually starting in a couple of leagues too, Hireman. And uh, he's getting a lot of snaps, running a lot of routes. I do see some success with him over the middle of the field. Case Keenum likes to target him a lot. Uh, good stat that I looked up that uh, the Broncos have thrown the ball, the ball more near the goal line and have a 69 expected uh, pass TD percentage. However, their actual rate is much lower at 55. So they're throwing it well over 69%, but their actual conversion rate is 55. But because there isn't any t- uh, touchdowns being caught, this suggests that the touchdowns are going to go up. So I think he might score a touchdown and might be uh, win me a, a weekend. And um, Emmanuel Sanders has a good uh, rapport with Case Keenum. Uh, I think that's going to continue, but I don't see what else could be caught from this game. Uh, Sutton, Sutton uh, couldn't catch a couple of touchdowns uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, so we're gonna have to see if the rookie is gonna get a, a tough matchup this weekend because he has two good corners that he's facing against the Chargers. So mm-hmm. I think I would go Chargers this game. Yeah, I like the Chargers as well. Yeah, definitely give me the Chargers as well in this game. All right, moving on. Uh, just to wrap it up for me, I got the Eagles traveling to the Saints. A lot of scoring expected in this one, a 56-point implied game total, and the Saints are an eight-point uh, home favorite. On the Saints side of the ball, I mean, look, you don't have to overthink this. The Eagles' defense is really, really struggling. Um, they just lost another corner this year. I'm, I'm sorry, last week. So, I mean, look, Drew Brees, plug-and-play. Michael Thomas, the guy's just on fire right now, plug-and-play. Um, Alvin Kamara, what can you say about the guy? The guy's just on a record setting pace, and even Mark Ingram. So pretty much every Saint, get him in your lineup. I even like a few Eagles here. Um, Carson Wentz, if you're a Carson Wentz owner, this is a great matchup for him as well. So you want to get him into your lineups. Um, Golden Tate, I'm not sure like what's happening there. Like They're not really utilizing him. I don't know if he's having a hard time picking up that offense, whatever it is, but they're not really deploying him yet. They're not letting him go. Um, but, I mean, look, the... Um, there's there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game. I really like you know pretty much everyone, but give me the Saints uh, to t- take down the uh, the Eagles at home. What do you guys I, like? I like the Saints 100 percent definitely as well. Saints, they're in trouble. They have to win this weekend if they want to stay alive in that division. And the, the, the Eagles you're talking them, about. I yeah. don't see them beating the Saints, so uh, they're they they need a lifeline. <laughs> they yeah. really do. You mean the Eagles need a lifeline? Yeah, the Eagles oh, okay. need a, li- a lifeline and. Yeah, after last season winning the Super Bowl, they're really just yeah. I am Sorry. not complaining about that at all. I'm actually kind of happy <laughs> about that as it is. Moving on, so now to the Vikings against the Bears for the Sunday night game, and I like this game. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah. Now the divisional games are always fun. The divisional games are always fun. Now it's just it's you got to see who comes out on top in the NFC North over there, because it's not so much that you think that the Vikings are a bad team. It's just that the Bears are doing well. And they're rolling. So it's one thing is like if the Vikings are going to come out on top there because the Bears are going to stop losing. Now, this is going to be a tough game for the Bears nonetheless because the Vikings, as we know, as much as they haven't been performing as we expect them to, they're still performing well, their defense. Mm-hmm. They still have a strong defense here. Uh, I like my favorite player to be this week is not for none, Tariq Cohen because I believe that Matt Nagy is going to use Tariq Cohen and guys like Trey Burden more in the offense for more kind of check down kind of passes. Now, the, the the best thing about the Bears is Khalil Mack, how he leads that offense. I think he's going to put a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is not a good play for me this week. I don't like Kirk Cousins really for this world this week. And the quarterbacks honestly don't do that great against the Bears anyways. They only average 16.6 points per game when they face against the Bears. But because I, I because I think it, um, they're going to have to like – it's going to be like a pretty close game overall, I feel. It's going to be a big defensive game overall. 
and it's going to be hard to get those shots down the field to guys like Allen Robinson, who was going to face like premier cornerbacks like Xavier Rhodes. Mm-hmm. I still like why I still like Allen Robinson having a big game last week, a really big game. I still like him as a wide receiver three here, flex option type wide receiver for value. You want to put him in? I get it. I understand that. It's good to put him in for the value. But I think Tariq Cohen is going to get those check down passes, and he's going to have a pretty big game. And I think Jordan Howard is going to kind of get you know stopped over there. They're going to load the box against them. They're going to stop him there. But Trey Burton and Tariq Cohen, they're going to pull off. Mitch Trubisky this still does work with his legs, but still, there's other better streaming options, like I said, like Dak and Eli, I think, instead of going against the you know scary uh, Vikings defense. And with the Vikings, you play everybody, which you don't love Kyle Rudolph. I don't love Kyle Rudolph, but if you have him, if you don't have a better option, like I have O.J. Howard, he's a better option than Kyle Rudolph, and I'm playing O.J. Howard over him. Play Kyle Rudolph if you want. Um, I love, still regardless, I still love um, – Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs. I like Dalvin Cook because it seems like he's back to full health and they're going to deploy him and they're going to use him all systems go. So I still see him having a really good game here. Not a great game, but a good game nonetheless. Uh, but I would avoid Kirk Cousins in this game overall, though. I would avoid him as it is. But that being said, give me the Vikings. I got the Bears. I think the Bears pull it out at home. Okay. I think I'm going to go with the Bears as well. Uh, yes, I'm the odd man out. I love it. All right. So All right, the, last game of the week. The game of the week. Juan. Oh, my gosh. This oh, is, it's to I'm you. so excited this weekend because of this game. It's like a little yeah. Super Bowl preview. Exactly. Um, Supposed to be in Mexico. Uh, and then, uh, I know. That, that thanks was to so Shakira, it's no longer in Mex- Mexico. I know. It's no, no Azteca. <laughs> New Mexico. I know. So, um uh, with that Mexico. said, uh, Mexico. The was over... to go to a different country. <laughs> the game wasn't going to a different country, man. I know where it was going, Flex. It was a joke. <laughs> ha ha, Charlie. Ha ha. <laughs> what is is that over under very high? Is that the highest ever? Sixty three. Yeah, the the highest in history. Wow. Sixty three, really? So that's yeah, I think Jesus. Up to, yeah, sixty three. So it's gonna be high. That's crazy. So it's gonna be very high, and um, fireworks. I mean, I, I I'm, what I'm gonna keep an eye on. Uh, is Josh Reynolds. I'm going to keep an eye on yes. him to see how, how he's being used, see if he's getting a lot of the slot work, whichever Cooper was uh, being most effective in. Um, we could maybe see a little bit of more Higby and Everett. Um, Cooks, Woods. Cooks and Woods both in uh, as like a almost top 10. I mean, they're both playing lights out. Uh, Goff. Well, when you go against the, the, the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I mean, you're not really, you know, you're you're more excited about playing players like that against them, anyways. Oh, today. without a doubt, especially with their ceilings and the way they're. You're being excited used. what Todd Gurley's going to do this week. Oh yeah, uh, just Sean McVay, just his offensive line, just so excited to watch this game. This game is going to be so so many points, and and on the Kansas side, it's just watching Mahomes and 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 Kareem Hunt and Tyreek, and 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 I I also think. Kelsey is going to be up there uh, at the end of the season ranks and and, and type of uh, tight ends this year in scoring. But uh, also, Sammy Watkins is back at practice this week too. Just so you know, Sammy Watkins is back as well. Andy Reid already, and you know he's already. Well, he's been back at practice. What am I going to yeah, say? Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about him um, contributing much to the offense. As, as I don't have him in any of my leagues, I really was down on him this season, anyways. But he's been he's been uh, dealing with some foot issues, from what I've heard. But um, nonetheless. There's just so much to to just, I mean, take your whole Sunday yeah. off and watch this whole game, right? Yeah, like, Monday. This is the Monday night Monday game. Oh, the game. Monday night. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I so, mean, might as well take off of work. Yeah, exactly. Right? Not even go to work. Just watch it at night. I, I <laughs> can't. Order some good I takeout. Got, like, of course, of course uh, my basketball practice I run with my team is on Monday nights. Oh, yeah. What if this game yeah. ends up like? 10-7. Yeah, right? Watch well, it be something so... It's happened like that. Like, Remember that yeah. uh, Broncos-Panthers Super Bowl? Right, right. It just sucked. Right. Like, oh, you expect all this scoring, and then it flops. But I, I there's no way I, I don't see a lot of scoring in this like, game. There, there will be blood. There's going to yeah. be lots, you know, like lots of like energy, and then it's like yeah, kind of like, like wong, field goals. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at, at Josh Reynolds a lot. He's the my main my main focal part of this offense. Main target. Yeah, yeah, because the uh, just the coaching staff, they're so smart into putting players in a good positions to succeed, and, and I think Josh Reynolds could see if he could probably pick up the slack. If slack, if he is, then I want a piece of this offense coming I'm, down to the fantasy playoffs. I'm excited to see how the Rams' defense do against a quarterback like Pat Mahomes and what he's been doing. I'm excited to see that mm-hmm. and see how, they, how they're going to slow him down and his, and, you know, arguably the best offense in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, yeah. So what do you guys like? I like the Giants in this one. I, I like I like the Rams. You like the Rams? Yeah, they're going to be Flex? playing in, in L.A., so. 
Definitely. Yeah, was that really a home game for them? Like, yeah, like it, more Mexico, people... LA. It's yeah. the same thing. I'm telling you, this <laughs> happened a long time ago. It's in the history books. But with that said, Mexico, LA, give me yeah. the Rams. Los Rams. He's got the the Rams. Who you got? Give me the give me the Rams. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that with confidence. I'm not saying that with a lot of confidence. I'm, I'm gonna go contrarian here. Give me the Chiefs. Ooh, the Chiefs. Yeah. I meant to write Andy Andy Mahomes. I meant to write Chase and I wrote your name as Chiefs. Ah, there we go. That's <laughs> okay. a sign. Uh, all right, so anyways, let's wrap up the show real quick. Bold predictions. Do you have a bold prediction for the week, Charlie? I do, uh, and I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. Oh, here we go. Armani oh, Cooper. Here we Ten go. catches for 140 and two yeah. touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to rewrite the record for catches yeah. in the game. Right. No, Amari uh, Cooper and Zeke Elliott combined for 300 yards and three touchdowns. Uh-huh. Okay, good. I like that. Good job. Book bro. it. Book it. Juan, you have a bold prediction of the week? Bold predictions of the week. Um, it's going to be – it's a very intriguing one. Again, not only because the Rams are, are giving us a preview with Rams and Chiefs, but Lamar Jackson, I'm going to keep a close eye on that and see how that nice. how that comes out because I think he could be a very, very big um, league winner this, this year. And um, I added them all in, in, in all my teams. And uh, Corey Davis I'm going to keep an eye on as well. Uh, that offense trending upwards, so it's going to be exciting coming down to the to the wire yeah. on the AFC so, side so what, and on the NFC. What's your bold prediction? So what's the bold prediction? Oh, my <laughs> bold prediction. I'm sorry. My bold prediction is that uh, Lamar Jackson will rush for a touchdown and throw one. Okay. All right. Yes, he'll throw one and he'll rush for one. Flex. Nice. It's very boldy. My bold prediction is that Doug Martin finds the end zone twice. That is bold. And has a combined total of 100 yards of scrimmage. Okay. Okay. I like that it. is bold. That is bold. Maybe one, <laughs> but that is a that is the bold one that I have there. Uh, all right, Juan. Thank you for coming to the show. Today. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, you got anytime. the music for us? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Juan, it's been a pleasure, my man. Oh yeah, likewise, man. Uh, once again, party people, we just we you can roll it out with everybody. Once again, party people, just to let you know that we are we want to thank you so much because this is our thirty fifth episode. We are coming up. We're going to still do uh, the shows next week as we do come up to the holiday season and. Um, there it is. And we want to thank you, Bureau, for our 35th episode that we have over 2,500 downloads. Thank you yeah. so much for awesome. your support. A milestone thank, number. Yeah, it is. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for being a part of, you know, being part of the Bureau, being part of everything we are. Like I said, by next week, we will show you the new T-shirts designs that we have, which I've been bigging up because I'm super excited for. Only very few of you know what they are. Hey, but show I me. Very cool. Yeah, awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, so I can't wait to put it out there for the world to see. Once again, party people, thank you so much for everything that you do. To Remember, follow us on Instagram, at BNB Podcast, on Twitter, at Podcast BNB. Hit us up anytime that you want. Juan, thank you very much for coming out to the show today. Again, Appreciate you, brother. You. This sounds like bar fighting music. <laughs> Angel made it. Angel made it. In progress. Charlie, you want to say goodbye to the Bureau? Yeah, Bureau, enjoy week 11. We'll catch you next week before Thanksgiving. Have a safe weekend, guys. Success, and other, success and other less, party people. Peace.